normally when you run a company, there is me, the CEO, and then there is like there are my direct reports, the directors. Then after that, there are people who work. And if you have a bigger company, there are directors and managers and people who work. So there is this, this hierarchy of like, 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 this is the way companies uh, normally operate. Sometimes you try to make it flatter, make it not flat. Like there are some approaches to the same concept. But what if a company could be run as a city, like, like as a town hall uh, where people would be a lot more independent and uh, this uh, is a concept I would like to talk to you about today on the podcast. Wow, okay. Uh, a city? Um, well, where are you going with this? Yeah, I mean, like, when you think about it, you know, uh, it's not like the mayor wakes up in the morning and they start, you know, managing all people's, you know, live in the city hall. Like, the firefighters, I'm not going to ask the mayor if they can go and engage in a firefight, you know. The baker's not going to ask if they should bake anything. <laughs> I mean, they know they have to bake their stuff. Otherwise, um, they will go out of the business. So the idea that people, like people, like in, in, in the city, there are many units that work together in harmony and each of them have their own like strict responsibilities. They all like kind of report to the city hall because they have to pay taxes and they have to like have uh, permissions and, and all that stuff. But you know what I'm saying? I mean, it's, it's more, they're more like independent units mm -hmm. um, in this sense. And... I kind of like this concept because, you know, it's uh, the mayor then, it can do the mayorish stuff, but doesn't have to be really involved with day-to-day -day operation of the city, unless something really gets screwed up. Um, and then he starts baking. Exactly. And I mean, you know, when he doesn't get his, you know, set of bagels, then, then there's a problem. Um, <laughs> but, <laughs> but apart from that, well, anyway, anyway, this was kind of this... Um, uh, this concept, I mean, this was the beginning of the speech that I, I, I heard from this guy, Brian J. Robertson, about this concept of holacracy, um, which, is, um, which is this new concept that he came up with on managing a company. And I introduced this concept to you guys on the Nosby reunion. Mm -hmm. and, uh, and, well, today we'll talk about it because I don't want to just follow exactly what Brian is doing, but, but implement it in a way. And also, um, I think what we should point out is that this concept didn't come just from me. It actually came from you uh, earlier. All right. So I hate the name. It smells of corporate, corporate BS. And uh, I'm, I'm not sold on the analogy, but I, I, I actually do like where you're going with this in, in Nosby. So maybe try to explain this on, on concrete examples so uh, we get the point. Okay. So... Concrete example on our team. Mm -hmm. In Nosby team, we have uh, our QA engineer, Kamil, uh, who is doing testing. He's doing testing of our software. Yeah. But recently, he's also been appointed a roadmap ranger. So his job is to uh, make sure that our developers are working on current roadmap tasks. So actually following the roadmap, are doing the tasks that they should be doing, are not uh, coding stuff because they want to or they feel like they are coding the stuff that leads us to a goal, to shipping the new version or the final version actually um, of Nosby Teams. But of course, when we started introducing this concept that he should be in charge of this, he said to me, Michael, uh, I am just a QA engineer. How can I tell a fellow developer, like, you have to do this. I'm not his boss. I'm not his manager. Like, he wouldn't listen to me. And he was right. 
I mean, in a traditional company, uh, it's kind of like, why do you talk to me? Why do you give me orders? Like you are not, you know, but that's the thing. Uh, with roadmap, it's a, we call it in our, in Nosby, a horizontal responsibility. It's a different responsibility. So horizontal, it's, it's our keyword, better than holacracy. So horizontal responsibility in that sense that everybody on the team knows that for this, for roadmap, Camille is responsible. Mm -hmm. That's why with roadmap, you ask Camille what to do because that's his job. And everybody kind of reports to Camille, including me. Like if I want to know what about the roadmap, I have to talk to him and ask him what's, what's being done on the roadmap. He is kind of in charge of the roadmap. He is in charge. He is the boss of the roadmap in this sense. So so this is this is the concept that he gets a responsibility which just goes through, is, 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 is not in the hierarchy of, of the company, but but it's a responsibility that that gets that 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 he is the boss of this of this one thing, and until we change it, until we improve it, he's gonna be there, and he we have to report to him in this sense. Okay, so so how that's how is that different from traditional bosses and hierarchies? Yeah, the, so the uh, because traditionally, as as we mentioned, it's like a pyramid; mm -hmm. it goes from the top to the bottom, and um, and in this way. It can, it's it's kind of uh, it's like it's like bubbles together, like you know, like like cells that are go go together. Because you know, because Cam is responsible for the roadmap, he can tell the CTO. So somebody who's way above him tell the CTO, look, Tomas, you shouldn't be doing this. You should be doing that. You should be focusing on that. Mm -hmm. And and that's the you know kind of the the mind change that you know somebody who's in a lower rank than you shouldn't be giving you orders. But yes, they should completely. This, the same goes when, for example, um, uh, we have uh, Magda, who's responsible for um, a, for organizing our NOSB reunion. Mm -hmm. She is the main organizer. We all report to, to her. So whenever I want to do something on the reunion or I want to ask about something, I have to talk to her. She has all the you know power to decide. She we go to this restaurant, we go to that restaurant. She has a budget, so she knows like the budget that she has to uh, work with. So she has to demand from me as the boss to give her the budget. Mm -hmm. But then what she does with the budget, it's her job. I can we can all question it, we can all ask for it, but we but she is ultimately responsible. Like the buck stops with her, as far as Nosby Reunion is concerned. Like because uh, uh, she is running it, she is in charge of it. Even though she's not my boss, she is not your boss, but she is our boss in this sense. Um, so, so, and so wait, so wait, so wait. You're saying, are you telling us that when it comes to organizing the Nosby reunion, if Magda says we're, we're going laser tag and you say, Magda, you the boss, the CEO, you say, Magda, I want us to go to paintball, not laser tag, then... Magda gets her way and she's the decision maker? Yeah. Huh. Well, that's cool. Yeah, yeah exactly. I mean, th th that's the thing, you know, uh, if, and, and the whole idea about this horizontal responsibility is if I don't like, as the boss, I don't like how Magda is doing it, I can propose it to our directors that we should change Magda. We shouldn't be doing, having Magda there. Magda is, you know, not good for this job, whatever. <laughs> but there is a process. Like, I cannot just question Magda's decision because that's her responsibility. And until until we, as the company, change this, res this responsibility, it's fine. So, uh, uh, so, 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 so the one thing here is that people get their responsibilities. And what I like about this is that 
we have people who are really skilled in their stuff. Mm-hmm. So why should why should you know like very often in the companies the decision maker is the boss, but the boss doesn't know stuff about like you know website design, about you know uh, QA testing, or about roadmap, or about you know uh, or about like you know organizing an event. Like I'm not an expert organizer of event. Magda is much more much more experienced than me. Then why should I, you know, make the ultimate decisions? She should, because she's an organizer, not me. So, but very often in this you know, old style companies, like the boss gets to decide everything, although they don't know stuff. And I'm not pretending (laughs) that I know so much. I don't. Um, That's why I like this concept that people who know their their stuff get their responsibilities because they know it, because they have the skills. And then we report to them in this, you know, in this scope. So we have to define the scope, what's the responsibility. We have to have a process of appointing them there and then we have to have a way to communicate to the team that in this scope, within this scope, within this responsibility, this person is in charge. So is this something that is or you'd like to replace the kind of traditional hierarchical structure in the company? Or is this something that's in addition to the kind of traditional hierarchy of CEO, directors, managers, and worker bees. So um, in the Holacracy book, so by the way, uh, you're, you're right, the name is very corporate, whatever. Uh, the book is really bad. I mean, <laughs> I, I, I didn't ask you even to read it because <laughs> it, 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 it re- I'm sorry, Brian Rob- J. Robertson, uh, like, like, I like this concept that you invented, but if you're listening to the show, like the book is crap because this is like a typical salesy book that actually is, is like a leaflet that that you should you know buy to sell you later the concept that you have to go to their you know seminars and stuff so it's uh, i don't like the fact i don't like this when people write a book which is a leaflet yeah. instead of just really giving the you know the, the goods a book should give the goods and if if you give me the goods i'm gonna go to your seminars if i want to anyway but just give me the goods and not just give me like a tiny part of the goods, you know? So no, don't read the, <laughs> don't read the, the book. But anyway, um, so he argues that uh, you should completely replace the, 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 the hierarchy. So the boss shouldn't be the boss anymore. He should like, the, in, his, in his mind, there is a constitution mm-hmm. that runs the company. And according to this constitution, uh, the, uh, everything is being done. So the boss completely gives up his power to the constitution that they write, okay? So uh, I appreciate that, but I want to try first like this intermediate step. Mm -hmm. So to introduce horizontal responsibilities in NOSB, that's what I told you about on the NOSB reunion, horizontal responsibilities, write them up, write them up to have the, 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 you know, the, the role, the responsibility, the scope, you know, all that stuff for everyone on the team. So this is uh, something I have to work on uh, uh, in January to make sure that we have it really cleared out. Um, and start with that. So we, do, we still have, you know, direct reports of mine, the directors, because this is like kind of my group of people who decides um, uh, of the things in the company. Um, but we want to give more power to the people. And we'll see how this goes. If there is tension and whatever, we'll see if we can improve on that. Mm-hmm. If we really write the constitution of our company, I don't know yet. But I don't want to just... I think the concept is so... It's kind of radical that I... And maybe Brian is right. Maybe we should jump ship completely. But 
my feeling after reading his <laughs> crappy book is that and, and being on his, uh, to his keynote i think we can try and especially I would like you to explain uh, how this concept already uh, grew kind of in the team mm -hmm. before I, 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 I talked about it. Um, so like seeing how my company functions, I want to try this intermediate step and, and, and evaluate it after a few months and see, and see where it leads us and see if it really works or we should really be more, you know, more uh, extreme, extreme about it or, 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 or it's, it's fine. I don't know yet. It's, it's, it's an experiment. But 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 for me, I like it because it really offloads lots of responsibilities of the of the managers, and this way the managers can also be responsible for other like particular stuff, and use be uh, their skills can be really of use, just like my skills can be used in many ways, uh, and I don't have to know it all. I have people that know stuff. Yeah. Uh, so so let me explain how. I've been pushing for something kind of similar, though I didn't give it a, a name and I, I didn't have, like I didn't take inspiration from, from, from a book or a keynote on it, but I, I've been pushing for something similar in the development team uh, since mm -hmm. April or May, I don't remember exactly. But anyway, what happened in 2019 is Marcin, who was leading the development team, decided to leave the company. And we decided, you decided, with um, with Tom and 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 Martin and I guess and and the rest, to um, to split the responsibility that Martin held between uh, Tom and me. Yes. And I was okay with that uh, because um, in terms of like purely technical um, decisions or like uh, leadership and 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 how we engineered the app. I was already doing my own stuff for a long time and kind of de facto co-leading it uh, together with Martin, even though it was never formal. Uh, but I, I, I didn't like the idea that, oh, I become a manager or something now and I have even less time for coding. Like over the years, I, I got more and more kind of responsibilities outside of just writing code anyway. And that's fine to some extent, and I, I like parts of it because I can use um, my experience, my, my skill to like help others um, build their stuff so, um, so that I, I can help make things happen without doing them myself because I can do it all. But, but that I would just now, what, be responsible for all of the code and make all of the technical decisions in the code base, like... Um, I'm not okay with that for uh, uh, partly for purely um, selfish reasons that you know it, it's it's fun when I do a little bit of it, but it's not appealing as the job. And partly because yeah. I've seen in a, with with experience in the project that um, there was a list of like very difficult technical problems that we sort of de facto felt like either Martin or I can handle it, but we had other things. And so it was just waiting with no one yeah. tackling it. I didn't like that. So so I decided uh, in the very beginning um, that what I will establish is um, development responsibilities in the team. Like there are certain areas in terms of technology, in terms of platforms, in terms of like languages or areas of the app that should have a person responsible for it. And the person responsible for it means that 
they should know about this. Like they should know um, everything about this area. They should, yes. um, you know, complete tasks related to that area. But they should be the leader of that area. Which means, since they know the most about this stuff, because it's their responsibility, they should make the decisions on it. And they they shouldn't be waiting for me or for Tom or for Rafa or for you to tell them, okay, you have to do this because like this is important. Exactly. Like they should they should know that. Um, since it's their stuff, that this is important and this needs to get done. So they'll make a task for it, they'll start working on it and they'll complete it and they'll do a great, great job at it. And I, I, I always kind of acted like it with no formal responsibility. And we've seen in the company mm-hmm. that there are people who are like that without being pushed to be like that. Uh, like Leon, yeah. who's um, we hired as an Android developer and then he also joined the Nosby team's um, team to to just like be a part of the the team and work on uh, all of the code base, not just Android stuff, but with Android stuff mm-hmm. and with like user experience stuff. When he saw that there's an issue, like that something is crap, uh, then like he wouldn't ask me for permission or like be annoyed about it or just feel nothing about this and just wait for tasks. He'd he'd be like, well, this is crap. I'm going to fix it. And then he'd fix it and it'd be great, right? Yeah. And I I wanted everyone in the team to to have this uh, attitude um, for their own sake and for my own sake. So so I, uh, together with Tom, we came up with a list of areas, uh, like responsibility areas in terms of front-end app development. And you know, with consultation with like what what people want to take on them in terms of what they think they're good at or what they want to be good at. So they're not necessarily good at it now, but they like to learn. Um, you know, with taking that in, into account, we kind of assigned responsibilities for different areas and kind of, you know, asked people, now run with it. And like, you know, like it's your job now, right? And it's it's not like, oh, um, uh, Leon is like that, so he'll do that. But uh, everybody has at least one or usually two like responsibilities. Uh, like it or not, like this is part of the job. You are a developer and you also know stuff about your work and you're a manager of one. And you manage most of your work. And I don't have to watch over you and Rafa doesn't. Like we keep tracks, uh, you, you know, we keep tabs on what, everybody is doing in a company but this is a kind of a, a little bit like we're helping out or like we're looking at a big picture uh, whereas we the developers are looking at the, the small picture the the details the implementation the technical stuff right but overall like uh we don't really need full-time managers because everybody ought to manage their own stuff since they're responsible for something so they know that something and yeah, it, it, it's, a, it's a process and it's not perfect yet, but um, to a large extent, this, this, this works, right? Um, people did take their new responsibilities seriously and they're running with it. Yeah, and uh, the thing is, um, I saw that firsthand in the dev team. For example, on the, on the backend side, we had a, a disagreement between two developers and uh, about the, you know, how they should proceed. And... It was a longer disagreement and it was kind of a complicated disagreement. And I remember that it was a typical situation where you have two people disagreeing 
So then the manager, so for example, Tomas, the CTO, now has to decide who's right or which, which, which side, like which way we should go, right? Uh, but for him to do it, he, like, because he doesn't know all the backend and all the story, he has to write, dedicate lots of hours to just investigate this idea, uh, um, um, check you know, what the one, one person is saying, what the other person is saying, uh, go through the logs, go through the code, like all that stuff. And then in, in his infinite wisdom, decide what should be done. And Tomasz said, no, he appointed one of the guys, said, you're responsible for the backend decisions, uh, you, you, you decide, and that's it, I trust you. And th this way, it shifts the, 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 um, uh, the work, because then uh, there is somebody who is already working in this, he, he knows the, the nitty gritty, he knows the stuff, but he also knows from Tom, the strategy, like the big picture, like, and if he has questions, he can ask Tom about big picture because Tom as the CTO, his responsibility is the big picture of the whole technology. But then the guy who is working in the trenches, he's working on the backend code. So one of them is deciding, is the deci deciding uh, he has uh, uh, in his role, um, have responsibility to listen to other inputs, to listen to other people, not just say my way or the highway, but in the end of the day, he doesn't have to escalate it to the CTO. Right. And, and in many situations, even a small team like ours, I think too often things are escalated to the manager. And then the manager has to be, you know, they have to really dedicate lots of time to figure out. And, you know, and, and it's hard because they are not, you know, they, they, they should be consulted about the vision, about bigger picture, not about, you know, like decide on the, you know, I don't know, style of the code or, you know, whatever this, 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 or the, the, the schema of my, my SQL or whatever, like hmm. th this, sh it shouldn't be their, you know, their direct job. It's, it's, it's not what they are about. And, um, and in a small company like ours, I think very often the managers step up, step up to do it because they feel like they should. But I think with this, you know, horizontal responsibilities, we're trying to really disperse this, to really, to really make sure that really people who are doing their job are responsible for it, and and we report to them instead of them reporting to us. Yeah, a tricky situation is when an issue comes up, where multiple people are kind of stakeholders in this um, responsibilities thing, right? Because yeah. If you just have a military-style hierarchy, then in terms of disagreement, there is no question who makes the decision because it goes up. And when there's still a disagreement, it goes up, right? Yes. But when the responsibility is purposefully dispersed, not by rank or general experience, but by area or topic or technology or just a thing that someone has the most experience with or whatever, then um, like I interesting situations can, can come up. Uh, for example, what if um, there's an issue where, um, say, Leon wants to, like, Leon says, like, his decision is X because, like, this is about Android and he's in charge of Android. But then... Um, uh, but then I come up and I'm like, well, but here's a problem with um, performance in, in this, uh, uh, with this feature or this, this change or whatever, and I'm in charge of performance, right? And maybe also oh, okay. it's, it's a roadmap problem, right? Uh, like a scheduling mm -hmm. problem. So Camille is in charge of that. Uh, so I, I don't think we, we've quite had a situation like that where we like actually have a dis disagreement uh, like this. But uh, I do wonder, like, what should happen then? 
because the the default mm-hmm. thing is to fall back to um, kind of hierarchical responsibilities or hierarchical, you know, uh, to rank, and the person of highest rank uh, makes the decision. But but it's sort of the that's not according to the spirit of this idea, because the spirit of this idea yeah. is that uh, the person who knows the most makes the call, right? That that you're you're mm-hmm. you're forcing people to learn to make good decisions because we need everyone to make good decisions to to do the best and not just rely on a handful of managers. Yeah, and uh, as you said, this is tricky, and it, I, I think I think we will in the next you know half a year at least when we try to roll roll this out in the company we will see these kind of situations and we will learn what to do then you know whether we should fall back to really you know the the director or maybe we should fall out to a document saying that our like our main criteria is this this and this according to this criteria Mm -hmm. you know what's the most important thing Right now, right. we are focusing on performance. So, sorry, Leon, like, this feature is nice. Let's move it for later because now performance is more important. If it, and if it's the penalty for performance, it's not according to what we agreed on. You know, So, this kind of documents, like telling us all what's important... Like this, this, this comes up. There, there comes up this situation of this constitution, like of this, you know, document mm-hmm. that tells you, you know, what's what's our like, what what's what's the more, more important thing? Because when you don't argue with that, there is no argument. Like if this is more important right now. Uh, then this is the this is our you know our guiding line. If we see that after several decisions like this, we see that it shouldn't be like this, then we change the document. And then when we change the document, you know things change. And again, so I think this I think the key here to implementing this right is this having this process. So having this process when something doesn't go right, we see a, a problem, we escalate it to the process to see what we can change in all that to make sure that in the future. In this kind of situation, there is a clarity what should be done. Because I think in the end, you want to search for this um, guiding light of clarity, you know, when, 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 when these situa- situations comes, come up. Yeah, I, so you don't fight over egos, which is, again, another key. I really like that, actually. Uh, the idea that we set priorities. Because it's, it's still sort of... You know the directors or whoever writes the the priorities deciding, but it's it's different because it's like high level, like it's yes decided once and until um, uh, there's riots on the street because the priorities ain't right, um, then there's no discussion and no need to like escalate. Like the word even doesn't even make sense here. Exactly. In terms of disagreement, it's been already pre-decided what the order of priorities are and like who wins the argument in case there's a conflict of responsibilities and, and conflict between decision makers. I like that. Yeah, and, and when you think about it, we have already set in place the things. Like, for example, we have a quarterly offsite and quarterly reviews where we can quarterly mm-hmm. revise and see what, what, what bugs us, which, 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 like which kind of, I don't know, responsibilities are wrong or not are not working right as they should be. And so we have that and check. We also agreed in the dev team to have a lessons learned session at least you know once a month between two, one and two months to make sure that we have it on the calendar. We do a lessons learned. We re- we do a retrospection, and then then there is a, pr- a process to improve you know these responsibilities, the you know all that stuff to see where we had these clashing points and and whatever. Um, and 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 you're right. The magic is that it's been predecided by all of us. 
we roll with it until we revise it. Yeah, uh, I, I think I think it would be interesting to revise the subject in half a year or maybe a little bit more than that. Mm-hmm. Um, sometime next year, because like the 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 problem. Not sure if it's a problem, but unless you've read the book and listen to all the stories and all the buzzwords, the distinction is really subtle, mm-hmm. right? And in many situations in, in the team and with the responsibilities and the way they're set, like the distinction between that and the traditional way of doing things is sort of subtle. Like when, when you when you yes. gave the story about Magda deciding on, on reunion things, like it, it seems pretty clear. But in practice, it can be subtle, uh, oh, especially yes. if the if the, the traditional hierarchy partially overlaps with the horizontal responsibilities because the, the people in the hierarchy also have their own like 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 special specialties where they know their stuff so it's their horizontal responsibilities so it's not 100% clear how this is going to work out uh, in the long term but i do think that this is a good ideal to uh, to strive towards because um I've I've never felt comfortable with with the the idea of of like traditional military style, um, you know, command, because like, you know, y- y- you you can you can hear so many stories, especially in large organizations, and how inflexible they are, and how stupid managers can be, because they they don't know this stuff, and yet they. Their egos need to be pleased, and they're the one deciding, right? And uh, I, I, I don't feel comfortable with that. Like I, I see so much value in the responsibility being spread. It's tricky because you have to do it in such a way that um, we still have, like, we still go in the same direction. Yeah. That it's not a group of people who each have their own idea. Like that is what a city is, but that's not what a company is. Um, and yet, uh, it does make sense to to have different people who each specializes in something, and then they decide on that thing because they're the specialist. Yeah, and what you what you also uh, mentioned um, right now, I don't know if you meant it, but uh, but it's it's actually worth um, uh, talking about is the fact that we need time for people to understand that if they have the deciding power. It's their deciding power. Like they have really decision to make. Because some, what I've already seen is that sometimes people would, yeah, Michael, I know I should decide it, but you are the boss. Like tell me, you know, like, <laughs> and and I don't want that. <laughs> I like no, I want, and and of course, uh, then my inclination would be to help, you know, to to help them decide. But no, like yeah, I, you know, I should tell them no, no, I am the boss, but I already gave you the responsibility. It's yours. Like you decide. I'm not deciding here, so 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 it's 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 really it's a it's a it's a it's a big psychological change for us, like for the manag- for the directors of the company, and for me especially the, as the as the CEO, and also for people who who, who get these responsibilities that they should be encouraged to make decisions. They should be encouraged not to stall or not to you know you know they can ask for an opinion, but still the, the buck stops with them. The decision is theirs, you know, and and um, uh, and. We'll see how this goes, because uh, because th- that's I think that's that, that's a tricky part. But on the other hand, I think this kind of style 
especially should resonate in a company like ours where there is no central office. There is like everybody's a manager of one anyway because they have to manage their life. They have to wake up in the morning and go to work wherever it is like so they were to have to work on their own we don't have there any webcams we don't control them so they're already you know motivated by themselves they're managers of one so this style of work should be even you know better suited for 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 people um like like uh, like you know like our like us yeah i i definitely saw that that people are often unwilling to uh take responsibilities or they don't know how like they they still have this this tendency this tendency they got used to over their lives to fall back to you know someone who they feel like they have the authority yes mm-hmm. and yeah it's 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 kind of it's very hard to tell people you have the responsibility you decide cuz then you're st- still the guy like ordering them around and like it's hard to to tell people to start making decisions <laughs> yeah cuz like like what you're going to do force them then yeah. that's kind of like the opposite of what you're trying to achieve right and um i i definitely saw that it it takes takes work takes practice mm-hmm. Um, and that in in many circumstances people would still fall back on me for example to ask for opinion and it's fine but but i i got the feeling that like they're just asking what i would do and <laughs> then they run with that and that like i, I didn't want that like mm-hmm. that was not my point my point was for you to be the person who knows better than i do what's the right thing to do um and it it often takes you know it also takes time uh, to learn like if you're not already the person who knows best then you have to really invest time in learning otherwise uh, there will be cra- there there will be clashes because you'll make a decision which is clearly not the good one and then you know the manager or whoever will like roll back your decision cuz like like no 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 this is bad like pl- please don't do that yeah so yeah tricky very tricky and what also what very good thing that you mentioned here we have tjf friday so one mm-hmm. of the ideas of tjf is not just that the, the friday is free friday is free for you to decide what to do and it's free of uh, current work like current you know work that we are working on normally so on friday what you do you do a weekly review and then personal development and exactly this is the moment where we can push people like look man this is your responsibility I know that you're not really excellent in this yet, but that's why you have Friday for. On Friday, you should, you know, study this, uh, learn more about it, you know, improve your skills because this is your new responsibility. Nobody else is going to improve their skills on that. This is your stuff. And that's why you have Friday for that. And again, this gives us, this Friday idea gives us this, you know, this um, way of telling them, this is what the Friday is for. It's for you to be better at what you were assigned to do, at what your uh, at, at what at your responsibility. Like we have, uh, for example, Conrad, who's responsible for security uh, in 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 the code and everything. And we know that he's not excellent in that yet. In that in that yet. But that's what we want from him. We want from him to study this, to be better at this, to to learn all these security hacks and techniques and all that stuff. And that's why he should dedicate Fridays to do that. And this is what we are trying to communicate to our team that you know. When you have these responsibilities, 
Friday is where you should learn this stuff, where you can freely read articles about it, you know, watch online conferences, whatever, just to read, to, to be better at your spiel, at your responsibility. All right. So let's get back to this subject next year and see how, how much we succeeded or failed at this idea. All right. unless you read it and you don't want to talk about it and it's fine I'll, I'll understand that <laughs> but I want you to try <laughs> yeah sure unless you really don't want to talk, talk to me anymore and you hate me and hate my books then sure we don't have to talk about that <laughs>